0: Hello, New Creation. It is Tuesday, September 6th. We're looking at Micah 4, Matthew 7, and Psalm 15. I'm going to focus on Micah 4. It's, um, all about peace and security through obedience. And it is a refreshing, uh, chapter after we saw all the, um, the judgment in laid out in chapter 3, but we come to chapter 4, and we see that um, there's an invitation. Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, that he may teach us his ways, and that we may walk in his paths. And I'm asking myself and you, what, what are, is our response to the invitation? And what would beating swords into plowshares and spears into pruning hooks look like in our life, in our nation? What weapons or words, facial expressions that we even sometimes wield that could become tools of peace? Is this message a welcome word to you or is it one that you'd rather not hear because it requires so much of us? And yet there are so many promises here. It's really a beautiful, beautiful chapter. We're told that the lame will be made a remnant and that those who were cast off a strong nation, the covenant-keeping king, is going to gather out of the world a remnant of believing people for his praise. The truth is that individuals within this redeemed place, solidarity, need each other in order to grow spiritually and to minister effectively. We're born anew as individuals, but we grow together as a community. The path comes through community. Without community, it's been said that our hearts close up and die. So I think that we need to prayerfully explore, I know I do, how I can exchange the Western world's rugged individualism and self-reliance for the powerful sense of community that existed in the early church. Scripture describes us, the people of God, as a family, as a flock, a household, a body, a holy nation. Micah's message of restoration in this chapter tells us three things that I see. God will ultimately prevail in spite of the prevalence of evil. It's no accident that individuals and nations suffer consequences of the evil that they do and that's done to them. And no matter how complete individual or national ruin seems, restoration always awaits beyond the ruin. So do you hear this message with a sense of hope or doom? It's hope to me. Now, it may be doomed to some people, some people who are looking for, as, as um, so many did in the New Testament, and the Jewish nation, looking for a, a national solution to the problems at hand. But for me, this is, this is hope, hope in the kingdom of God, hope in the church, hope in my brothers and sisters in Christ, We've all suffered some experience of, as a consequence of evil, but I'd like you to think about in what ways you have seen God restore people or churches or communities. How has he restored you? Annalisa has taught us a lot about breath prayer, so today let's pray, O oh God who acts in history, restore me to a right understanding with you and a right relationship with you. O God, you are a God who acts in history. Restore us to a right relationship with you. Above all things, nations come and go, empires rise and fall. You are a God who acts in history. Restore us. In Jesus' name, amen.